The Gate to Restoration, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of Daniel chapter 4, and I want to zero in on verse 28. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. All this came upon the King Nebuchadnezzar. Before I tell you King Nebuchadnezzar's story, I want to tell you about the gate that Nebuchadnezzar built. If you visit the Berlin Pergamum Museum, you will find the Ishtar Gate. The Ishtar Gate was unearthed by a German archaeologist in the 1930s as they dug in the ruins uh, around Babylon. And they found one of the eight gates that allowed ingress and egress into Babylon, the most famous which was the Ishtar Gate. It had three sections, a front section, and then a more massive middle section that was through the the main part of the wall, and then an after section. They ended up dismantling the fore section and brought it and rebuilt it brick by brick. It was an amazing uh, glazed brickwork. Uh, The blues were still brilliant uh, when they unearthed it, and they've rebuilt it and put it in this museum. Some of the other uh, pieces of this uh, gate were reconstructed in other museums around other places in Europe and even in the United States of America. The Ishtar Gate was built by Nebuchadnezzar in 575 B.C., five, almost six centuries before Christ was born, Nebuchadnezzar built this gate and it allowed people to have a grand entrance into his capital city. Uh, David, the captive of, uh, of Jewish fame, who was brought in to Babylon to be retrained and sort of almost brainwashed, if you will, at least that was their attempt, but Daniel had news for them. He didn't do brainwashing. He's, uh, he already had his mind fixed on God. Anyway, he would have come through this very gate and in coming into the city. Uh, now, this is an amazing thing, is that uh, Nebuchadnezzar allows Daniel to be one of his main uh, trusted advisors because he was ten times more excellent than any of the other advisors because of his fidelity to God. And God allowed him the ability to interpret dreams. So Nebuchadnezzar has this dream There's this bizarre dream that wouldn't make any sense to us, but Daniel's able to interpret it. And the interpretation is that uh, Nebuchadnezzar, because of his pride, is going to be cut off like a tree is cut down and a stump is going to be left. And and, uh, Daniel lets Nebuchadnezzar know that he's going to spend a period uh, of seven years living like an animal. And that's exactly what happens to him when he falls prey to the pride. But then, tucked up in the the prophecy about what's going to happen to him, there's another verse that gives him the way out, that gives him the gateway back to sanity, the gateway back to civilization, the gateway back to right living. It says this in verse 26, And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree roots, thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee after that thou shalt know that the heavens do rule. The Ishtar gate for you, out of the insanity that's in your life, the Ishtar gate out of restlessness to rest, the Ishtar gate out of of sin to salvation, the Ishtar gate out of chaos into calm is this, let heaven rule. Robert Morgan says this in a devotion about this gate. 
says that simple phrase is simple enough to memorize and sloganize in our hearts. My candidate may lose the election, the globe may erupt in war, taxes may rise, cultures may decay, plagues may come, and closer to home, my day may be ruined by things beyond my control, but heaven rules. The Most High oversees the universe, and Jesus shall reign where'er the sun doth its successive journeys run. Thank you, Robert Morgan. Uh, All to Jesus is the book. If you get a chance, pick it up. But if you want a gateway back to sanity, let heaven rule. If you want to move from chaos to calm, let heaven rule. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this night. I pray that you'd bless my dear friends. Give them a sense of your strength and presence as they make their way through their days. Let them know how loved they are by you. Lord, when you make up your jewels in the morning, you look at them. When you cast down and and look for your chosen children, you look at them. What a good God you are. I pray that you just give them rest for their night. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more. Have a great night. Thank you.